So it's really interesting to me and in how few people understand academia and um, how people just really do not get it. And I kind of wanted to talk about that today. So if you don't know me, I'm Professor Dave Mastak, an associate professor of innovation strategy and entrepreneurship. And I create this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that help me out that I wanted to pay the favor for to help you out. Um, I often see, you know, especially being on social media and stuff like that, I realize that, you know, A, there is a ton of people that, um, that are in academia that, um, you know, feel frustrated and, um, you know, they feel down all those kind of things that, you know, we deal with, um, cause they're pushing and pushing and pushing like all the time. And now on the opposite side is that anybody that is not in academia, they think they do nothing and they think that they are, um, sitting there not accomplishing anything. And it's just like this, this cushy job where they get all these you know, summers off, and all they do is they teach a few classes and wander through, and they have, like, absolutely no clue um, on, like, how ridiculously tough it actually is, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that these exact same people, they, um, you know, they, they get into, they do a little bit of education, and then they quit, because it is, it's too hard, and then they have this sort of logic of, like, Oh, well, then it's, like, super cushy after. I'm like, buddy, <laughs> you quit because it was so hard. And then you're going to assume that this is going to just carry forward. Um, and then it's just going to get, like, easy for you. Like, this makes no sense, right? Like, that makes no sense. It only gets harder. And, it, and, it's, and it's ridiculously tough to do these things. Um... And, and, like, understanding that the whole, um, you know, process, everything with academia is, is just an absolute battle. It's an absolute competitive battle, competitive um, ground. And I know some people are like, oh, you know, what is he talking about? It's because you're not publishing in the same journals and you're not sort of trying within the same groups. Um you know, that there's real differences if you start reaching to, you know, um, higher level journals or, you know, you, you publish in a certain cohort of certain literature that it, it is really tough, right, to get because there's bloody smart people out there. Um, and, you know, trust me, it's like, I'm not the only one that's that sort of experienced this. There's there's so many doctoral students. There's you know so many professors and, and stuff that are in this where they're trying really hard, um, but you know they get beat up in the process. And um, you know that that's the that's the funny thing because I used I kind of thought when I first first started graduate school I'd be able to publish all this kind of stuff and everything. And then you start doing it. And then you get about two years in um, of, you know, graduate school of doing my PhD where I was like, oh, crap, this is really hard. Um, I was still at about two years in. I was still, like, pretty confident with it. Um, it wasn't until it was about four years in 
that it was like, oh my gosh, this is really, really hard. And there is a lot of struggling that you have to do to get something in. And it's not, it's not only, so here's the other thing. It's not only the struggle, right? It's not only pushing and doing all those things, but there's two other, other elements that are there. There is a, a significant portion of luck. Um, that is definitely part of it where you do get, you know, lucky streaks with editors and, um, you know, the reviewers that you have where you get the right reviewers, the right editors and everything sort of clicks and, and it goes through like your stuff that you're working on goes on pretty quickly. Um, and you're able to accomplish a lot because you know, that, that all clicks. Um, and then the other thing is that if you're with the right groups, um, you know, publishing groups or writing groups, um, you know, you're with the right co-authors, you know, all of those kind of things. So it's just perfect. Um, then things can go really, really quickly. And, um, and it's not as bad, but it's still a like tremendous struggle with it. Right. We have to realize that there is just this, this endless push. Um, and then, you know, the, on top of it, that, that is like, you know, that's the next thing, right? Like, so the day of that you get something accepted, um, or you get like another R&R, for example, I mean, that day you're thinking about, okay, what's the next thing? We got to work on the next thing. We got to work on the next thing. And it's, it's never ending, right? Like it never, ever, ever stops with that. And you accomplish a ridiculous amount by doing that. Um, so, you know, that is the, that, that's kind of like the crux of academia, um, is that sort of that behavior where it's constant, you know, you got to keep going, but but at the same time, it's also kind of the beauty of it, right? Like, that's what makes it so... That's what makes science so... Um, um, you know, that sort of makes science progress pretty pretty rapidly because of it. But, you know, it, it definitely is something that is funny um, when you see this. And as part of what the whole reciprocity project is, is to let other people know that hey, look at there's this crazy person on the internet and A, hopefully I'm telling you like that you're okay and, and that you feel good and, um, you know, that you're not alone and all those kind of things. But also to really inform people that, you know, the outside world, both those who want to get into academia of like, oh, this is really, uh, this is going to be tough. Um, and then, you know, of the other people that are just kind of like... Um, you know, that, that are just almost belligerent in the fact of, of sort of not seeing this, um, that it is a, it's a journey and it's a journey. And so, so to have some respect with it, right. So it's like to have respect to any, um, anybody that's trying to accomplish anything, right. Like just at the end of the day is sort of thinking about this. Okay. So entrepreneurs, right. Like, you might look at entrepreneurs and only sort of respect, um, you know, an Elon Musk or somebody like that because they're successful. But you're you're completely overlooking all of the mom and pops, um, you know, small businesses that are in the daily grind, and you know, just you know, they're they're working at it and they're working at it and they're working at it. 
um, you know, there is, there's so much, right, that you have to realize that, that goes on and that people are really trying with these things and just having some respect with, you know, the greater, um, just with more people and having sort of more empathy to see where they're coming from. Um, I think it's super important, but it's, it's very challenging, um, because the culture has demonized, um, academics and this has gone on, it's gone on for, I mean, so long, right? Like that's, that's absolutely the culture of, I was reading, um, I was reading about the, the science of science yesterday. So looking at like, um, you know, it was a history paper talking about, um, when Pasteur back in the, it was the 1800s, um, when he was making his discoveries, um, and, you know, um, it was going in with, like, all the same stuff that's going on right now, like, back in the 1800s of, you know, that, 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 just, just everything, I don't want to go there in terms of, you know, that there is an enormous amount of pushback, um, where, you know, it's, it is this, this grind, and it's, and it's part of, so the reason, so this is, you know, this is, this is what, what goes on, and it's the reason that, um, there is this pushback, is, um, there is a lot of uncertainty that's involved, and when there's uncertainty that's involved, people tend to have, so uncertainty being you don't know what the information is, you don't know what the right, right answer is, um, there's a lot of research on this, like, in many different areas, but people go, um, you know, they either do sort of fight or flight response or sort of thing, um, where they, you know, they, they, they get angry or they hide, um, they don't know what to do, sort of that, that behavioral response that goes on. But also they, um, you know, um, people start developing myths and they start developing, you know, rituals to deal with this uncertainty. And this is kind of natural human behavior to do these things. Um, and, and we sort of develop institutions that are really based on, on a lot of myths and things like that. So, um, and that propagates throughout, you know, throughout society. And that's how we sort of deal with this uncertainty when there is a change of like, our world doesn't look this way. Um, our, somebody is saying like, they're basically a heretic, right? Like somebody is saying that, um, the world doesn't look like this and you have to, as the heretic, you have to be that one weirdo in the corner that's dancing away by yourself and you have to change everybody else, um, and convince everybody else that, um, that, that your story actually makes sense. And that just takes a lot of, a lot of time, um, and a lot of gumption, but also a lot of like emotional strength because you're not only you're not only sort of changing a small group of scholars, but that sort of propagates out um, into other people. And a lot of people are just really doubtful and they really, you know, that they have so much surety in them that this is the way that the world exists that they don't want to see anything else, right? 99% of the people out there are going to be not open um, to sort of seeing the world differently. 
and I don't know, I pulled that number out by hand, but there's this thing, a huge portion of people that just don't want to see the world differently, and they're uncomfortable um, with this uncertainty, um, in fact, you know, different cultures are, are more or less uncomfortable with um, uncertainty, depending on what countries you're from, like, there's a whole lot of, a whole lot of research on this kind of stuff, um, and, you know, we as, as scientists, um, as researchers, we have to sort of lead the charge on, on ideas. Um, and our ideas are not always right, um, which sort of complicates things tremendously because then people use those, those um, you know, those insights against you, but that's part of the scientific method. It's that, you know, we're constantly trying to find stuff that's a little better, um, perhaps, I don't know if we can, we can never absolutely know, we can, the only thing that we can really do is, um, falsify, um, some things, we can, um, you know, we can, we can stop, uh, we can, we can sort of say, hey, this, this evidence is not great, um, and we have to, that's the only thing that we can do. Is, is to sort of rule out evidence, but it's hard to rule things out, really. Anyway, it's a complicated story. But my, my where I'm going with, um, too, is that, you know, people are very just uncomfortable with these things, and um, they don't really get it. But you just got to simply keep going and have confidence in yourself. Um, be a good person when you're doing it. You know, sympathetic or empathetic, I guess, with how they're feeling, and you know, just keep taking those steps forward and, and being brave when you're doing that, and um, realizing that realizing that even though that you don't understand some field um, or something, know that it is a heck of a lot more complicated than you probably think it is, and that there is a lot that goes on behind the scenes. If it seems really strange and unusual. And are not doing things, there's probably a reason behind it, and you have to understand what it is all about. So, with that, have a good one, take care, and um, see you on the next pod.